Okay. All right, Jean. Ready to be counted in? Yes, Jean. Ready in Hamesh, Alba, Shalosh, Stein. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's wearing thongs, hitting bongs at? Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's at podcast? With Christina P. Right, mom is going on the road. People are like, "Do you miss your children? Do you miss your husband?" Hell no, because I'm in a hotel room alone, getting that room service, room servizzle, and I'm sleeping during the day. It's like a vacation when I go on the road. Come join me, moms. Cobb's Comedy Club, uh, February 28th and 29th in San Francisco. Tickets are going really fast for that one. March 7th, Pasadena, Ice House. And then I go to the Miami Improv. I do the Addison Improv. I do Caroline's Comedy Club in Jew Dork Titties, New York City, Des Moines, Iowa at the Funny Bone. And then I've just added New Westminster, BC at the House of Comedy. That's right, British Columbia, my birth country. I'll finally, I'm doing Canada. So excited. Okay. Oh. Can I tell you why I never did Canada? Because why? I'll tell you, there's a, a, a chain up there called Yuck Yucks. And I wanted to do that chain. And I was told point blank by my agent that the, they don't book female acts. <laughs> the, guy, the, <laughs> the owner is so sexist that they don't even have women. So I'm, I'm finally happy to break through whatever you, what's it called when a woman, is it a glass ceiling or whatever? Yeah. I don't know. I did something and fuck you. I'm in Canada and I'm going to keep doing it. And then Phoenix, Arizona, stand up live. And then Cleveland at Hilarities. Take me outside. How about, How that? about that? How about <laughs> that? And then San Antonio Tejas at the Laugh Out Loud Comedy Club. Very excited. Very amazed. A lot of good things coming up in 20, 2020. 2020. All right, let's get into it, moms. I've had such a bananas week. So my, my tiny jeans, my little 19-month-old baby, has not one, not two, but three viruses right now. <laughs> it's insane. At the same time? You're going to die. Yeah. So what happened was he first he has a cough. So we go to the doctor for that. We get some drugs for that. And then he gets rolls into another sickness. And then I'm back with the doctor and she swabs his nose and they can test to see if it's bacterial or viral. And the report comes back. He has two viruses, basically two variants of a cold virus. And then a few days later, guess what is showing up? Hand, foot and mouth disease, which go ahead and Google that so people can see what that fun thing looks like. Um, so now my baby has hand, foot, and mouth disease, and they look like little, it's basically this generation's chicken pox. There you go. Nice blisters around the mouth, uh, palms, and this poor baby has it on the bottom of the feet. Wait, do kids not get chicken pox anymore? No, because they finally, they have a vaccine. What? Yeah, but nature wants to kill us, and so that's why she's come up with hand, foot, and mouth, which is this generation's chicken pox. Do you have to get give oatmeal baths for this one? No, it's actually, and his is very mild, thank God. So he had a fever for a couple of days, and now he's just now it's just a rash, and it, it just it doesn't even look as bad as these photos are showing. But this is these are pretty severe cases. Mm. And thank God, knock on wood, no one else has gotten it yet, because I really would not want to do a meet and greet in Tampa with hand, foot, and mouth disease. 
could you imagine shaking people's hands like oh you paid for me to give you this virus congratulations uh so that's what's going on and as you guys know I've, I've as you know i've shared this on the show when my children get sick and there's fevers i am through the roof stressed i get so panicky but this time was a lot better and um i'm starting to roll with it man i'm starting to roll it so coming into work today and sitting on the 405 in traffic was like a vacation which is so messed up and it's how you know you're a parent is when sitting in traffic and not having to answer anybody's demands feels like heaven like just to i just sit there and i listen to stern or i listen to my music and i just zone out and i calm myself down and <laughs> it is great it is so fucking good anyways a big thank you to katie morton who was on last week's episode if you haven't listened i highly recommend it she's a, li a licensed marriage family therapist and uh, she answered everybody's emails most of them we got in because a lot of the guys asked us the same questions as human beings we all have similar concerns anyway she's fantastic give that a listen um and i i, I re-listened to the episode because sometimes when i'm doing the show you know you miss things and what what really resonated with me is this idea that you know you have your children and the minute they come out of you they just keep running you catch my drift like they they're 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 from you they're not they're not yours and it, and you really see that when you after you get out of the first year of babyhood when they're in your arms all the time and I remember the first time when my first kid became a toddler I had a really sad feeling inside of me when he wanted to be away from me and he wanted to run away and you know there's something and when you stop breastfeeding too, it's that bitter sweetness of like, oh gosh, you know, this door is closing and now they're going to want to be more independent. And, um, and now my, my children tell me, get away from me and I want to play alone, please. And the baby now, when I come in, goes, no, just tells me to go away. So it's all fun. It's um, part of the process of loving them so much that it terrifies you. And <laughs> feeling so vulnerable when they're sick that you could just fall to pieces. But, um, but also, too, I, this is philosophical. As I, I, I tend to wax philosophical about stuff from time to time. I that they're 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 you know they're from us but they're not ours and and uh i guess your job i guess my job is to really be open and that's what i'm saying with this katie morton episode is to really be open to who they are and like let the let the chips fall you know and try not to judge and try to allow them to unfold but at the same time provide guidance so that they don't grow up to be a douchebag and um because I, I think back to what my father taught me and it I, I literally and this is this is not even a joke even though it is because it's so sad like I, there are two things my father would tell me over and over and it wasn't stuff like make sure you have good credit or marry wisely or do what you love for a living literally what my father would tell me over and over is if you're going to drink you'll have to have a big dinner beforehand <laughs> <laughs> otherwise you're going to get sick and throw up and don't drink sweet drink okay all this bullshit this mixing drink with the um, rum don't drink nothing with rum in it and syrupy thing this makes you sick um that was i would literally hear that a lot and 
when you put lotion on your face, also do your neck. <laughs> because your neck gets old too. And it was like, it's so fucked. Right, Nadav? Yeah, well, I mean, I will say that he's given good advice. You got a top-notch neck right there, Christina. You've been taking care of it. <laughs> and I do eat before I drink. I never drink on an empty stomach, and I don't puke because of that. Ooh, is that maybe where your uh, metaphobia comes from? No, that's a whole other. That's another episode. Man. Gotcha, that's gotcha, a Dr. Gotcha. Drew thing. <laughs> so what did, did your Israeli father, what has he taught you since you've got an immigrant dad, too? Ooh. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's all basic. Like, he taught me how to drive. That's good. My dad taught me to drive. But he taught me in ways, like, he taught me in rhymes. Okay, But, like, it was it. good, though. Like, it was, uh, uh, if it's a doubt, it's a don't. Ooh, I, I learned like that. that. That was good. That's I, good. Oh, I still use that. If it's a doubt, it's a don't. Uh, and that can apply yeah. to almost everything. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. Just if you have a pin, if you have a feeling in the pit of your stomach of doubt, you know, probably don't do it. Don't do that. Don't do it. If you're having second thoughts on it. Uh, like the this. devil's in the details. Oh, my man, ain't <laughs> uh, that the motherfucking truth. Mm-hmm, there's that. There's arrive alive. I still say that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever now, we're in a close call and a friend is driving, I, I literally say that very loudly. Yes. So that they know I'm scared. <laughs> uh, say it again. Arrive alive. Arrive alive. Mm-hmm. But it's more yeah. frantic. It's like, oh, arrive alive, right, guys? We're going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Potter, what did your dad teach you? Wear a condom? I feel like your dad's a bigger degenerate than mine was in some ways. My dad never really uh, Talked to you. gave <laughs> advice. He, I, It was more of learning through watching him fail. Oh, that can be very useful as well. Yeah, my dad was more like, I love you, I got your back, whatever. He, didn't, he never like tried to make me uh, learn things. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, tr- I'm really trying to rack my brain for some sage advice that he gave me over yeah. the years, and it was really just like... I don't know what I'm doing either. Wow. Know? Wow. And do you think that was helpful? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't know what the uh, opposite would be like. I don't sure. know. I, I, I do have the uh, tendency when I do get advice from someone I that I don't necessarily have all the respect for in the world, I oh, would yeah. uh, start to like uh, go the opposite way. Yeah. That's so I could smart. see myself doing that with my parents after a while because I'd be like, they don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. My parents didn't know shit. Well, that's not true. My mom was good. My mother turned me into a warrior. Like, I could do my own laundry by the time I was nine. I was really self... I could have been a fully self-sufficient adult at nine. I was really grown up, I think. Now, my mom was yeah. all about advice and stuff like oh, that. Oh, well, so like, what is she tell, Telling me what to do. Like, it was more stuff that, like, uh, you know, like, don't trust strangers. Yeah, that's don't, good. Don't trust anybody. Don't trust anybody. That's, that's not healthy. Uh, <laughs> that's not good. Everybody's trying to get you. Yeah, my mom taught me that, too. That the, kind of stuff. My, and, uh, yeah. My, don't trust yourself. You know? Don't trust... Yes, yes, yes. My mother would tell me... Mm, marriage is a business arrangement. <laughs> there is no such thing as love and no such thing as friends. Only friends you have are when you are a child and nobody wants nothing from you and then you get older and people want things from you. Yes. And th- there is no friends. Like, Mine was... Wow, uh, it's a dark world. It's a bleak existence. <laughs> Mine was more like, uh, you know, you're too gullible. Yes, I would hear that too. You trust too many people, that kind yes. of thing. My mother would say, you are too loyal. I'm like, that's 
not <laughs> a bad thing. Like, what do you mean that I'm loyal to people? And she would see that as a negative. It's so crazy. Anyways, Chris, how about you? Your, your parents were normal. Never taught you any. What did they teach you? What's the best thing you learned from your parents, mom or dad? Um, I guess the most useful thing is how to change my oil. <laughs> oh, my. I begged my dad to teach me. He never would. That's very useful. Yeah, that's one of the few things that he definitely made sure he taught me to do. Um, oh, Chris. When he was around. You're so sweet. Why are you in showbiz? You're normal. <laughs> I love you. You're my favorite. Okay. Well, that's a good one. My mother also taught me um, that men don't like a woman with stinky vagina. And you have to wash your vagina every day. She ain't wrong. She ain't wrong about that. And I shouldn't sleep with underwear. Okay. <laughs> Let's go on to uh, follow-ups. My favorite. I love follow-ups. Doesn't it feel like we're doing something that makes sense when we follow up? I like this. Hell yeah. Right? Okay. Subject is the best age. Okay. So I was mentioning, um, I feel like this is not the, here we go. What, when does parenthood become awesome? I would argue four is when stuff changes and they get personalities and it's super fun. And I really wish people would just be more forthcoming because I hate when people are like, it's always terrible having kids. Like, no, stop it. Okay, you talked about when it gets easier with kids. The moment for me was when they were able to get in the car and buckle themselves in. You don't have to juggle groceries and manage kids. At this age, too, you can actually enjoy a meal with them. You don't need to hand feed them. You can go fancy and hit up Buffalo Wild Wings, Nadav, and get a beer with lunch with the kids. Nah, I'm a Wingstop guy. Oh, you're kidding. Mm -hmm. What's up wrong with Buffalo Wild Wings? Nah, too much sports out there. I'm not a fan of sports. Uh, they really I, jam it down your throat. I'm not into it. Oh, I, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. wow. I'm real picky. I'm really picky when it comes to my wing spots. <laughs> you're a wing connoisseur. Wow. So you would say that Wild Wings is your Wait, look, there, there, are, there, are, they're okay, you know. Well, what's your favorite? Tell wing me. Stop. There's wing, wing, wing stop. stop. Right. There's, uh, I mean, I don't want to say Hooters, but like their wings. Hooters are, is good, they actually. Eye, you know. I kind of like Hooters. I definitely don't like the interaction with the waitresses. Oh my god! It feels like just a little shy of a strip club where it's like you don't <laughs> need to talk to me if you don't it's, want to. It's the worst. It's so forced. I hate it. I hate it, and it's embarrassing. And the only guys that really dig it are like the dad boners that go in oh, there. Oh yeah, my dad would love it. Yeah, I hate the part where the girl, the waitress, comes over. And then she's like, my name is Stacy. And then she writes her name on your tablecloth and then draws a heart around her name. Like, oh, because, you know, in ma like management is like, you got to say your name and then you got to write it on the fucking paper tablecloth. Yeah. And you got to you got to flirt with the customers. That's number one. Now <laughs> you got to flirt with the customer. <laughs> no, yeah, because you know that the like management is just like when you leave the table, yes. they need to start arguing, you know, <laughs> with who who you're more into, you know, know. Yes. who's leaving with this waitress, and it's just yeah. like nobody, They're, she's leaving with nobody. <laughs> she doesn't like we. They work for tips, you know. I've I've been a waitress. You, it's you're it's fake. It's just it is prostitution oh, on some yeah, level. But like, how much do you tip a Hooters waitress? Oh. Does that is that more than a regular? I mean, I feel like I always <laughs> if they do a good job, it's like twenty percent 
is what they get. I don't care if, you know. 20% is an ample tip. Right. That's 20, a lot. Josh, didn't you have an incident where you went on a date and a girl shamed you for giving a 20% tip, which I think is top of the top shelf classy? What happened? Tell, tell people. I'm dying to talk so about this. So I went uh, on a date to a sushi place. Hi. Very, first of all, I commend you on that. That's a great date, especially in this era. I hear when men are taking women out for fucking coffee during the day. That's not a date. I love sushi because, like, I can just pick all the things, you know. I look like a baller. It's very classy. I commend you. So go ahead. So, so then the bill came, you know, and uh, so I uh, leave a tip. You know, you want to leave an ample tip, I think, to impress the lady you're with. Yeah. You know, you want to look like a scumbag and, like, penny yeah. pinch. Are you a cat? Did you pay in cash? No, I paid on a card. But okay. I, uh, you know, the bill was, like, 110 or something like that. And I, yeah. I threw down, like, 135. Perfect. Right. That's good. And uh, she's like, that's all you're leaving? <gasps> Ew. Dump, dump that bitch. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, we're done. <laughs> Tom like, dump that dump bitch. Dump that bitch. 1-800-5800-TOM. <laughs> Blow me up, Tom. Take me out African style. <laughs> dump um, that bitch. No, for real, though. I mean, it was like, I was like, wow. And then I did the math to see, like, maybe I'm just uh -uh. bad at math, let's you know, because I'm a college dropout. And uh, let's do it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're going to do on, it in on. your calculator? Yeah, here we go. So what was the bill? Tell me. 110-ish, and then I left 135. Okay, hold on. Like there's change. In oh, there, bro. 20, $22 would be a 20% tip. Ooh, that's okay. perfect. Yeah. You, so I left 25 bucks. Dude, that's above and beyond. What was this bitch expecting? Well, I, what a fucking cut. First I think she all, just hated me maybe, but. I think she hated you. Because, first of all, that's an ample tip. And secondly, for a man in this era to take a woman to a nice sushi sushi dinner, which mm -hmm. is very expensive, she should be giving you a handy in the parking lot for right? that. Right? Not No handy, no beach action, nothing. I got wow. nothing out of it. A waste of $135. What a snatch. And I don't think, like, even if she did judge you, she should have just done it quietly to herself. Yes. Thank you. And then be like, oh, I'm never going to date him again. Even like though every it's other silly. woman does <laughs> in life. Now, I do have some insight to the Hooters questions Go that ahead. you had because that was. Go I, ahead. You know, you were making me remember some <laughs> advice my father gave me. I spent my ninth birthday at a Hooters. No. And a couple others as well. 13, I think, was one. What? Nine is. Pr 13, I kind of is gross, but I get. <laughs> yeah. Nine. That was the one where it was a real coming of it. Now we're going to Hooters because you're a man. But like when I was nine, it was just like, you want chicken wings, so. It's like your white trash bar mitzvah. Yeah, exactly. Ugh. <laughs> but uh, you tip the Hooters waitress uh, more according to how much they flirt with you. <laughs> and would your dad buy it? Oh, my God. He would. My dad would be the guy that like, it was like another level. Like, you know how like the Hooters waitresses see their prey? Yeah. And then they they go yes. in and they flirt with them and then they're like, I got this guy by the ringer. My mm -hmm. dad would know that they were going to do that. And then he would come <laughs> at it from another level even more. So he's like, I know what they're doing and they don't know what I'm like. He was thinking he was like above and beyond. What like do Dr. you mean? Manhattan. So so let's do let's do an act out. OK, like so the waitress would flirt with him. OK, so like what's your dad's let's, what's your dad's name? John. Oh, my God. Hi, John. And oh, your son is so handsome, just like you. My yeah. Name is yeah. He's getting big. <laughs> I mean, my dad had an accent. I'm not going to do it. Do but, the accent. Okay. It's more fun. Yes, he's a big boy now, you know. Oh. He's uh, becoming a man like his old his old man here, oh. yeah? Oh, my gosh. I love your accent. Where are you from? Oh, I'm from, I'm a Greek man. <gasps> oh, my God. Greeks. Mm -hmm. Where is that? 
Oh, it's on the other side of the world. It's a magical place. One day I will run away there when oh. my tax fraud catches up to me. <laughs> I can't do this. It's so gross. This is, my dad would flirt with waitresses all the time. No, wait. Would your dad date the Hooters lady? No, 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 no. Oh, he would never flirt. land any of them. I don't think. I mean, maybe he was doing that like on the on the back end and I wouldn't notice, yeah. which is good for him. But like it definitely like I would feel gross like, <laughs> oh. as a kid. I'd be like, dad, stop. Do-. Like I'd be like a little cock block, you know? Of course. I'd be like, ew, dad, don't talk to the waitress like that but now that i'm older uh-huh. i like am attracted to those women that like spend <laughs> you know what i mean like i would love to date a hooters waitress because then i could like hang out at the bar i could watch her prey on all the middle-aged men and then we get to go home and like enjoy her money you are so funny you also want to date a uh, an adult entertainer like, well yeah it's, a porno. it's like what is this it's like it's kind the of same a... reason because like yeah. the hooters girl is the lowest level of that where she's just like <laughs> using her sexuality to achieve money and then porn is like the obviously the top end of that so they're both in there and i'm i want them to love me and prey on all the men steal their money and then i get to like hang out with them afterwards this is a pimp fantasy is that a pimp fantasy yeah you you want the hoe to make the money it's not for me though i get to just enjoy her money because she loves me so much do you know what i mean that's what a pimp does that's what pimps do they remember when Mm, we i think it's different no, remember when we had what's his, the pimps make rapper? you give them their money. We yeah, but, but had too whole, short in, and he described it. Pimps <laughs> require you to give them all their money. I'm just like happy to be loved by you, and like right. maybe you buy a couple yeah. of blunts for after work, and then but, we watch Netflix. Sweetie, but that's what the pimp does. He convinces the hoe that he loves her and that she's doing it because daddy loves her. Like you're. It's the same. It's the same dynamic. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> okay. I think you're misinterpreting it. <laughs> okay. I want to be loved. I want them to love me, and I want a, a you genuine. know, and I will like them too. So it's more like, okay, I'm, okay. So so let's follow this logic. So yeah, you really love them. You wouldn't get jealous if she was not at flirting. all, not even remotely. Then you don't love her. That's not true. Yeah, jealousy. She's is doing part her of love. job. That's not real. Like if Tom would fucking even look at some hoe, I would want to break her neck and then Well, that's because he would him. actually be flirting. These women are just doing their jobs. Oh, I see what you're it's saying. It's their way. They're, they're only flirting to make the money. She's not actually interested in some real estate guy from Jacksonville that's oh like having God. day drinks this at a fucking so Hooters. This is so dark. Okay, I, I got to go on with the show. You're making, oh, yeah, it's making me crazy. <laughs> <sighs> the one thing that always bothered me about the Hooters uniform, and I think everybody can agree, um, is the, the nude nylons. Right. I mean, how corny does that look like where are the short shorts? Nadav, Google the Hooters uh, uniform, please. I like the. I think the shorts are cute. I think the tank top is cute. The white socks and the shoes. But the nude nylons are so lame. Right. It's like I'm I'm a little bit corporate, but I'm super sassy. Like it looks terrible. Right. There it is. It looks silly. It's like they're trying to keep it. Then at least make the tights colored if you're going to make them wear tights. Yeah. Yeah, like the socks, too. Like, it, it this just seems oh, like a... It's really dated. It's like an 80s dream world, it feels like. You know? it, it was an 80s, yeah. No one dresses... I feel like they used oh to dress like God. that out on the street, and then and they now did. they only dress like that in Hooters. That's true. We need to re... If they could revamp Hooters, it would probably be a phenomenon. Like, if they could... Okay, here's what they're going to do. Yeah, here's, what is the, what here's is the, the new uniform You got it. Like? Because Victoria's Secret is suffering the same fate, is that it's being... It's dated, and now that feminism is in, like, a huge wave, here's what they need to do. The only restaurant that hires transgendered, non-binary waitresses 
if they put fucking trans women in there and then they change the uniform i'm trying to think what the uniform could be though let's start let's start from uh from the feet up so shoes are we still sticking to the white shoes those are dad shoes those open are super lame. <laughs> open toe what, dude? Burks? <laughs> yeah, Birkenstocks and Crocs and shit. You should change from Hooters and make it feet. Uh, feet is all the rage right now. Yeah, but you <laughs> fully clothed on the whole body and then just open toe shoes. Wait, but you can't. It's a feet. It's a it's a restaurant. You can't have feet out at a restaurant. It's it's unhygienic. Yeah, and you know you probably need like steel toes and stuff. Like okay, it's, it's a workplace. Here's what we're gonna do. We put okay. It's transgendered wait staff, and uh-huh. then they put wait a hundred percent transgender. Well, wait staff? you mix and match. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, it's it's mix and match. So okay. you don't you don't know who's what. But then <laughs> the shorts have a clear plastic cutout. Like you ever see those what? clear what? plastic? I want part of the pants. <laughs> the they're oh the, all the shorts are now clear Crotches? plastic. <laughs> it's like when you go to like. <laughs> A music festival or whatever, and they make you buy like a clear bag to put your phone in, oh. so we can see what you're carrying. Okay. And it's called yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. That's what it is. And instead of Hooters, it's called Surprise, Surprise Crotch, and you don't know what <laughs> is what. <laughs> Wait, so everything's clear except for the crotch area? Yeah. No, no, no. The crotch area is clear. Everything else stays the but same. But then it's not a surprise crotch. You know exactly what's going on. Well, there. that's the fun part of going to Hooters, and now you can figure out. Or maybe who's the what. fun part is guessing. <laughs> you keep the crotch. You keep the crotch oh! blocked, and everything else is clear. Now you're thinking like a producer, yeah, and I now like you this. Have, now you're giving each table a conversation <laughs> starters. Like, so what do you think our waitress is? And, I you know? love this. <laughs> and then at the end of the meal, depending on how good your tip is, they'll reveal their genitals to you. Yeah, and if you, you give a good enough tip, they will flash you. Uh, their bottoms, their bathing suit areas. <laughs> now we're now, see that's a restaurant I would go to this all the time. Now what are we thinking? All, now okay, so damn okay. it, this is a great all idea. Right. We million got the dollars. pants figured out. We got the pants figured out. <laughs> sure, uh, sure. Shirts. Are we still in the tank tops? Are we adding sleeves to this? I, what are we doing? I gotta tell you that unless you're 20 years old, a tank top is a hard sell. It just doesn't, I mean, but they are 20, so. Oh, okay. So it's now uh, waitresses can range from either 20 years old to senior citizens mm-hmm. to the cutoff to oh, 64. No, okay. Here's what we're going to do. Or 65. So to make this a Hooters of the new decade, it's going to be non-ageist. So they're going to be 65. <laughs> <laughs> Non-gender specific. So there's trans people. There's trans workers and non-ableist. So you could have. So handicapped Hooters workers. 100%. Yep. This is an all-inclusive. Mm-hmm. Maybe just to open up the dynamic. That would be such a fun restaurant. Wait, so that's interesting, though. So, mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know if the leggings are going away, but if this new waitress doesn't have legs, uh, <laughs> is that, do they now, does she put them, like, on her legs and you okay. see empty stockings? Let, let, let's go ahead to the next topic. <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't take this. This is, this is uh, absurd. We, we've already lost half our audience. This is absurd. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. <sighs> Okie dokie. Uh, here we go. This is from Applying Katie's Advice on Kid Language. 
Love the show, and I'm so grateful for the Facebook community that was created because of it. Yes, ladies, gentlemen, there is a Facebook community. I have nothing to do with it, but uh, independently, you guys have started your own Where My Mom's At Facebook group, and you guys can post. And it's, uh, from what I've seen, pretty fun, pretty silly. It's a judgment-free area. Obviously, we're not great. <laughs> Who are we to judge? We just created... <laughs> A whole new Hooters. Hold on. It's the ideal Hooters of 2020. I, I know. We're, we're doing a public service. Thank you. I agree. We're a gender non-specific, inclusive, non-ableist, non-binary Hooters. <laughs> Pro-feminist. Okay. Uh, I wanted to share a mom win I had after listening to your episode with Katie and deciding to use more of the kid language you two were discussing my two-year-old was being a devil jeans as most toddlers are and i told her that she was making mommy sad by not listening she immediately hugged me and said don't be sad mommy and ended the bad behavior now i'm sure this won't be successful every time as satan is still inside her but i, I felt amazing to be able to deal with situations so easily without losing my cool this is such a frustrating age and with a new 10-week-old baby oh my life i feel i'm always losing my cool with her Thanks for reminding me I need to be more in tune with her feelings since she is dealing with a huge change as well. Love you, Mommy. Keep them high and tight. Jackie from Sacramento. Well, I'm very glad to hear that, Jackie. Uh, yeah, I find that sometimes when my kids freak out that, you know, it was Greg Fitzsimmons who said this on, on the show that when your kids are acting the worst, it's actually when they need you to hug them the most. And um, yeah, they're, they're acting out because they're spinning out and their feelings are so big. They don't know what's going on. They're not trying to be bad all the time. I don't think so. I think they're, I think they're just dealing with a lot of feelings and it, it doesn't make, the world does not make sense to them yet. So there you go. Dad rolls. My name's Dave. I'm a proud husband of nine years and a producer daddy. A oh, a prouder daddy, sorry, to a five-year-old little girl. I listen to your podcast all the time and I always get a chuckle out of your surprise when dads write in and tell you about them taking over certain roles in the house. Oh boy, here we go. Here we go. One of these braggart fathers. You're going to tell me how much you do. Here we go. In my house, I cook, I clean, I do laundry, bedtimes, bath times, dance classes, swim lessons, you name it. And I happen to make more money than my wife. I mean, what the fuck, Dave? I I, this is unbelievable. I, I, listen to this guy. Listen to Perfect Dave here. I'm going to have a fucking heart attack. From March to November, my wife is consistently putting in 50-plus hour weeks at the family's store, so the majority of the household tasks fall on me. Whenever I talk to my other dad friends, I always hear them say, that's her job, or my wife does all that, and it appalls me. It's 2020. 2020 women are out there working hard just like men honestly even if my wife worked less i would still do as much as i do because i just love my family so much god damn it no one ever said being the man of the house ends with being the breadwinner be the man of the whole house well dave i say you start a fucking podcast and start spreading your gospel because we need to get them go ahead what are you playing what are you playing? No, this is just from uh, when you asked Tom. <laughs> oh, this is hilarious. So yeah. a while back on this show, um, so as, as unlike Dave from the suburbs, thank you for writing this in, and many other fathers who have written me letting me know that they, in fact, do a nice split of the housework with their wives. Uh, in my house, it is not that way. Okay. Uh, and here's a little footage of me asking Tom if we could perhaps 
even the playing field when it came to chores around our home. Take a look and see what happened here. It was brought up on the show that maybe I could suggest it to you if we could start kind of being a little more equitable in the division of duties around the house. No. Really? No, what are you talking about? <laughs> you wouldn't fold the laundry? No. I know. And I said this too. I'm like, there's no way because in 15 years, I've never seen right. you fold laundry. Yeah, not it's, once. It's not, and it's not going to happen tomorrow. It's not going to happen. And it's not going to happen in 10 years. Yeah. No, you haven't. And you've really stuck to that for the last 15 years. <laughs> you're, if anything, you're very consistent. <laughs> there you go, guys. There's my marriage in a nutshell. <laughs> There you go. I love my husband, as you know, more than anybody on the planet besides our two children. But you know what? It, it, it ain't, here's the deal, man. I can fight. I can try to make it, him change or I can accept what is. And I roll with it. And, and people are like, how do you guys have a good relationship? I'll tell you, we've rolled with each other's punches for 15 years. I sw And this is not even a bit. I have never seen Tom Segura fold laundry in 15 years that I've known him, I've never, I've never seen the guy scrub a toilet or do any of these things, and it ain't going to change. But what he does do, what we do in our home is we outsource those things. We have a housekeeper that does that stuff, so I don't really hate his guts for it. So a lot of you are like, well, how do you not hate him? That's how I don't hate him. All right? Okay? All right, we got a video follow-up. What's this one about, Native? So this one is from Jeanette. And, oh, um, look know, at that boo boo! She's a huge fan of uh, uh, of the song that that you taught everyone, and so is I her kid. I love it. Let's hear it. N to the O to the no spells no. Everything you want to do is no. Everything you want to touch is no. No 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 no. <laughs> I love you, Christina. I love you. What a cute little booby! Look at that little boo boo. Oh, I see. When you see them like this, your your my uterus starts to quake. And I start to have crazy thoughts, like I want another one. Oh no! Look at that Shane Punum. Ah, they're so freaking cute, man. Kids love it when you call out their no-nos. My kids laugh every time I say, "Are you being naughty? Is that a no-no?" They will do things and say, "That's a no-no," right in front of me. Okay, what we're gonna do? I like doing. Let's do some. Oh, dad win or fail? This is a fun new subject. Do you have these native or do I? Yeah, uh, oh, good. I Let's have do this. So we have a voicemail and <laughs> we have a video. So the point of this game is these dads have, have called in saying that they've got these wins. Uh, but Nadal was listening to them and he's on the fence. Well, because I, well, I noticed that there's a quite a distinction between <laughs> what what moms send in that they think is right. a mom win and what dads send in that they think is a dad win. This is fascinating. And where mom wins feel like it's good for the parental unit and makes parenting easy. Yeah. Whereas dad wins feel like it just makes being a dad easy. So dads are more selfish is what you're saying. Right. So you oh, know, they're 100%. submitting these dad wins. And the question is, are they really dad wins? All right, let's let her roll. Um, so the first one is actually, I think, kind of easy. This one is from Ethan, and this is about uh, what what type of things that he's teaching his kids. Oh to Christ! Say. Here we go. Does the doggy say? What does the kitty say? What does the chicken say? And what does Garth Brooks say? <laughs> Wow. 
What does he say? I couldn't understand. I like that. I like that. Okay. I mean, yeah. I think that's what he said. When we were listening to it yesterday, that's what it sounded like. I like that. And what does Garth Brooks say? <laughs> yeah, they get that like that in a demonic voice. Right. Is this, uh, is this more for dad's amusement? Right. Than it is a, an actual functional win. I will say this. Win. I don't <laughs> think it's a dad fail. No. I don't it's think fun. it's a dad fail. No. Um, and no. it's fun. It brings happiness to everyone that probably hears it. It is so much fun to teach your kids silly things. I do it all the time. Uh, yesterday, though, Ellis, we were walking around the street, and he goes, some woman cut someone off, and we were like, whoa. And he goes, that fucking car. <laughs> and I was like, oh. Tom and I just look at each other like, where did he hear that one from? I'm like, it's you. It's definitely you. I don't say that fucking car. That fucking car. So I think this first one, I mean, I don't know about you. I, I'm, I'm no. actually feeling towards dad win. This isn't hurting anyone. This, making, this isn't making anyone's job harder. You yeah. Know? It's, it's bringing joy to everybody. What do you think? Which one? This first one we just watched? Yeah, the Garth. Yeah, that's just silly. Yeah, and, that's and, a fun win. And, and what's the point of parenting if you don't teach your kids silly stuff and make it fun? Right. Yeah. Entertain them, but also entertain yourself. You got it. You got to do it to stay alive. All yeah. right. This next one, I think, might <laughs> cause a little debate. Okay. Okay. Hello, my name is Tom. I got kind of a mom-dad hack that I used to do when my kids were young. Um, here's the deal. I... I'm a dad that uh, used to change diapers, you know, I one, two, whatever. Um, I worked at night and my wife worked in the day, and so I'd take care of the kids. But when we were together, if one of my kids came up and they had a stinky diaper and I smelled it, I'd be like, oh, no. And so then I'd go, hey, go give Mommy a hug. And then uh, the kid would run over, give Mom a hug, mm. and she'd be like, whoo, and then she'd change the diaper. Mm. And she never cut on until after, you know, my kids got older and I revealed the truth. But uh, thank you much. Talk to you later. Bye. That is a brilliant dad hack. I'm going to say that's a huge win. Whoa. That is awesome. So you'd be okay with Tom doing that to you? No. I'm okay with me stealing this hack and doing it to Tom. That, he, Tom does change diapers. Uh-huh. Not as much as anyone else, but, uh, but he does. Um, but I'm, I like that he's manipulative. It's all about you manipulating. Like that? I do. <laughs> I am a huge fan. Wow. Of, I did not see this coming. Yeah. So you think this is a dad win? Yeah. Wow. I do. Listen, any way you can manipulate your spouse into doing stuff you don't want to do is a win, especially when it comes to small children. And anytime I can get Tom to do stuff, I'm like, yeah, dude, do it, do it. I'm all about manipulating your spouse. You got to. Well, so there you go. Caught me by surprise. I did yeah. not realize manipulation was a win. Yeah, because you do so much. Like, I'm always so tired. I'm like, please, just someone. I'll let the fucking mailman change diapers at this point. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what else do we have? <laughs> all right. Well, I mean, that uh, that is uh, That's it, it with the segment for dad winner. Oh, fail. my God. Looks like I, we got two winners on our I love game. these. Dads, send me in your lazy manipulation tactics that you secretly use on your wives. Because I know you all freaking do. You know what Tom does? Oh, <laughs> Okay. You know what Tommy did to me? Oh, he man, he got me so good a few times. Um, he would he would hold the baby up to him and he'd go like, I can't tell. Does this smell? Does the baby have a poopy diaper? And then I'd put my face in and I and then he'd push the diaper right into my face. So I'd have to take like a deep whiff. And I was like, you dick. And of course, there was full of dump. It was so rancid. 
Ugh. All right, let's keep on those uh, mom hacks. I really enjoy these. It's so freaking good. Boredom hack. I have a four-year-old boy and a 14-month-old boy. I live in British Columbia, Canada. And here are some of my favorite boredom busters. When it snows, as much as we all love wrestling, our little ones in snowsuits, and then go outside in the snow and have one kid love it while the other one just hates it, I've brought snow inside my house. Oh, that's interesting. And threw it in our bathtub. Interesting. Kids played in that for an hour at least. My little one could poke at the snow all the while staying warm and toddling around the bathroom. Older one loved bringing his trains and cars in it. That's a great idea. Use the non-color side of wrapping paper and tape it to your wall. Get a ton of stickers and get your little one to put stickers on the paper, which is on the wall create a sticker scene we also make signs saying welcome home daddy and put them on our front door for him that's really sweet and this was really fun get a bed sheet i used a queen and if your table allows it tie the bed sheet around the table tying it off at the top i did a double knot and ta-da you have an indoor hammock oh that's fun so the hammock part sling is under the table my oldest, who doesn't nap, spent an hour in there reading and then had an hour and a half nap. Oh, I like this. I love these because it's really, it's all just ways to get your kids to um, to piss off. <laughs> it's all ways for you to like not pay attention to them. Also for bath time, get glow sticks and throw the sticks into the bath. Turn off the lights. Ooh, and glow in the dark bath time. So much fun. Oh, my, my kiddos would love that. They're so much into glow in the dark right now. I'm just trying to mom. I'm just a mom trying to have fun with my kiddos. Love the show, and I hope these ideas help others. Miranda, yes, thank you, Miranda. These are wonderful suggestions. Dad movie theater hack. Hey guys, piss on me, beat me. My name's Jack, and when my dad would bring my brother and me to the movies, he would order one pop soda and one bag of popcorn, and then ask the people at the concession stand for extra cups and extra bags. He would then pour the drink and the popcorn into the other containers for my brother and me, and then go back and get the free refill. All this after going to the dollar store to get cheaper candy and stuff our pockets uh, and stuff our pockets with them. After the movie, we would then move from one movie to another really getting more bang for your buck jack it sounds like your dad is a criminal because you're not supposed to go from one movie theater to another oh come on you've never done that christina i have done that and i've gotten caught doing it really as a teenager and i was ever since then i don't do it oh yeah well i mean if you go with a pack full of goth friends i mean you guys still got like a, like a <laughs> sore thumb i guess i'm sure they eyeballed us from the yeah. beginning what are these you're hooligans true. up to they're probably trying to triple feature oh my god you're absolutely right but uh but i love this idea of bringing extra containers why not what i've often done in the past is go to in and out put it in your purse bring it into the theater that's what purses are for is bringing in food to uh to the movies you bring in and out into a movie theater yes i've done it i have done it many times many times many times i will bring in outside food that's wild bring in hot food mm -hmm. to a movie theater oh yeah yeah, that's what. Why not? Never even heard of that. What are they gonna do? Take my cheeseburger from me? No, but then you're yeah. the asshole that brings in like yeah. like amazing smelling yeah. in and out. And <laughs> just like, what's that smell? What's yeah. that crinkle sound? What's yeah. going on? Should have thought of it yourself, Jack. Off. That's what I say. <laughs> Next time, think about it, dummy. Tantrum hack. Hey, main mommy jeans. My name is Judy from Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and I have a great mom hack for you. My baby jeans, only three days older than your littlest jeans. Oh, 
throws those temper tantrums when she doesn't get her way. I simply put the forward-facing camera on my phone and she immediately stops. <laughs> it works 99% of the time with my girl. It may work for others too. Love you lots. Can't wait to see it at the Miami Improv, Judy. Oh, very nice, Judy. Me too. That's fantastic. That's really interesting. Uh, if you put the camera on them. See, Ellis would swat the camera away from me and tell me to go away. The little one might, might that might work. That's a really good idea. Thank you. Nerf gun tooth pull dad hack. Holy crap. We've got a video. Can we just play it? Uh, yeah, I think oh, so. I kind of see what's happening here. So it looks like little one, it's time for teeth to come out and dad's got a solution. Here we go. Ethan, All right, we're you rolling. Count down? Three, oh, two, one. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Show mommy your face. <laughs> oh my god it worked i didn't think that could ever really work so for those of you just listening you guys have to watch this on youtube by the way so this guy tied a string to a nerf gun and then tied it to the kid's loose tooth shot the gun and the bullet you know pulled the string and it ripped the kid's tooth out. and the kid's face is so surprised let's see that again oh my god i don't like it i don't like it Let's do it again. Oh! <laughs> Look at the dad's face too. He's like, oh, that actually worked. And the kid's like, um, what just happened? I trust my dad. I'm trusted he's not an abusive piece of crap. But that didn't feel good at all. The kid's like stunned. Show mommy your face. <laughs> oh my god, that might be the best video I've ever seen. Dude, did you ever do that when your dad would joke and be like, Tie it to the door, the doorknob, and then you'd slam the door. Uh, I never could do no, it. No, I don't think my my parents ever yanked teeth out of my face. <laughs> um, you know, we went, we were from a Jewish household, so it's you know you're trying, to, you're waiting patiently for your teeth to fall out so you could collect that money from the well, tooth fairy. Uh, well, same, but all right, because <laughs> Jews don't know how to have fun. You gotta wait patiently to get. You gotta that wait money. for Yahweh to pull them out. All right. <laughs> Trash hack. Here's another video. Let's see what's going on. My little jeans hates taking out the garbage, but in the winter, I let him use a sled to fling bags down the driveway. He finds this particularly amusing and has zero issues or complaints about the chore from Melissa. Let's see this video. <laughs> Kids are so funny. Yeah, here he goes in the sled with the trash can. <laughs> Congratulations. That is a wonderful hack. Hilarious. Life hack. Yep. Good job, girl. Um, my older boy is obsessed with pee and poo. And so he takes me out. He comes with me now to walk. Now he walks Bitsy and loves watching her poo. And I let him throw the bag of poo out. So there you go, too. Bath time bucket video. Oh, let's see this vid. We're going to let's do one more. <clears throat> this will be the last one of the show, you guys. Let me let me set this up. I'm a 24-year-old mother of one hilarious boy named Baylor. I have a little mom hack for bath time. You can buy these little baskets for $1 from anywhere and put them in the bath. And when it's time to get out the kids, get out the, get out for the kids to fill up. So I'm so slow today. They think it's a game, so they will put all their toys in there. Then you can just leave it in the tub to dry and take it out when it is now you won't have to pick up the toys and it makes getting out of the bath smoother and you won't get water everywhere with them wet toys piss on me beat me emily oh yeah so she got like a laundry basket and put it in the oh this is such a good idea let's watch this 
smart move, mom. Very good. Pretty smart, too. She's yep. uh, instilling at a young age that it's fun to clean. Yeah, I know. Hilarious. You got to fool them into that. Come on. Well, thank you guys uh, for all your emails. Next week, we'll get into what would Christina P. do and some mom fails. Please send me all your emails at where my mom's at at Gmail. Oh, yeah. And, and what uh, else, mommy? And the phone number is 213-375-5184. That's right. Send me your email. Send me your video. Send me your questions. I love addressing them. I love them. Thank you so much for listening to the show. And until next time, stay cool, moms. By jeans. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's wearing thongs, hitting bongs at? Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's at?